Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Hello and thank you for joining me on the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. My name is Jay Shears, a pastor and certified kingdom advisor. We appreciate the fact you're using wisdom from this program to facilitate better financial stewardship in your life. If you have questions about today's podcast, feel free to give me a call at 888-226-7614. That's 888-226-7614. You can also find our contact information at KingdomPlanAdvisory.com. If you go to KingdomPlanAdvisory.com, you can sign up for a free consultation. You can shoot me an email, give us a call. Our number is on there as well. And there's some good information on there regarding uh, biblical financial stewardship, uh, biblically responsible investing. Uh, You can actually do some free screens of your current investment holdings uh, to see if they align with your beliefs. So, uh, do me a favor and do yourself a favor and, and visit the uh, the website. So I'm going to give you a, a question today. <clears throat> and I really need you to answer it. I mean, you may not need to say it out loud. I mean, if you're <laughs> talking to yourself uh, at your at your cubicle at work, maybe people may look at you a little strange. But I, I need you to answer um, the this question or these questions. <clears throat> so... Let's focus on your later years. So, for example, age 65 plus. What do you see yourself doing then? What What is it that would make you happy at age 65 or age 70? What do you see? You know, as a person who deals primarily with people that are planning for that period of their life or are in that period of their life, I've got some really interesting uh, observations that I'm going to kind of squash squash your dreams today because the the answer that many people give or the answers that people give to that question, you know, what will make me happy uh, when I'm retired? I, and I, I I use the word retired even though it's not biblical. Um, but everyone understands retirement, the age 65 plus. What is it? What, what makes you happy? What do you think? What are you striving to do? Some people may answer that question like this. Uh, you know, I can't wait to, to play golf every day. Uh, I can't wait to, to go fishing every day. I can't wait to, you know, to, to buy a home on the beach, sit and drink fruity drinks, watching the sunrise and sunset every day on the beach. I want to travel the world. Uh, you know, I want to v- visit these particular places. I want to, and then there's thousands upon thousands of answers. But here is what the, the actual observation is. So I have those people that actually do those things. They retire from their nine to five job, uh, working five or six days a week. And they buy them a place in Florida or Texas or South Carolina or someplace warm. And they start playing golf every day. And about six months, they are losing their mind. 
Literally. They're like, I can't do this anymore. Believe it or not, the divorce rate is very high in retirement because people have never actually spent much time together. And when they do, um, things are not as as rosy and peachy as what they thought they were going to be. Uh, there's a lot of arguments. There's a lot of uh, uh, fighting within the household. People that, that say... You, what would make me happy is, is having that, that, that home in the, the South. What I see many times is they buy that home in the South and then they move back to where they were. There are a lot of misconceptions about that period in your life. Are those goals or aspirations wrong? A little bit. Okay, a little bit. And let me explain why. <clears throat> I just mentioned just a few minutes ago that retirement is not mentioned in Scripture. It, it, it is, but it wasn't directed towards us. It was the Church of Corinth and the priests uh, of, of the Church of Corinth um, working a certain period of years and then not preaching anymore. And that doesn't apply to us. We are not priests of the Church of Corinth. Um, so retirement is really never discussed. So what that leads me to believe is that we are always to be... Uh, good stewards of the four T's, all right, of stewardship, time, temple, talents, and treasures, all right? So if we are to use our talents that God has given us, we do that for the rest of our life, okay? So you may not be working your nine-to-five job, okay? Or you, may, you may have sold your, your, your small business or maybe you passed it along to your children, but it doesn't mean that you stop working. There's things that you can do that that you utilize the talents that God gave you. But let me let me back up before I really kind of get into that. So those folks that said, "Yeah, I'm going to go play golf. I'm going to go fishing every day. We're you know we're going to travel the world." Well, eventually that gets boring. Okay, I've never seen anyone that went out and played golf every day that didn't get tired of it. Now, you may say, well, I could do it. I'm telling you people, it, just my own personal experience, I've got clients, and I've been doing this for 25 years, that that's what they wanted to do. Now, if they mixed it up a little bit, played golf one or two or three days a week with their buddies, nothing wrong with that, all right? <laughs> nothing wrong. Activity is good. Um, but the reality is it doesn't always last, and I, I, I've got a pretty good inclination why that, that it doesn't last. It's because we're not using our talents. Okay? It's, we're, not, we're not serving the kingdom. You know, unfortunately, I have also seen people that have worked their entire life from the age of 16 or 17 all the way up to age 65, 66, 67. They retired and two years later they're dead. It, their life just stopped. I have seen people that have had nervous breakdowns at retirement. I know people that got lost five minutes from their house six months after retiring because of nervous breakdowns. You know, it's unfortunate that those things happen. But I think that there is an answer to that. Number one is the focus. What, what is it that we're trying to accomplish? Uh, many times people answer with materialistic things. You know, I've always wanted to have, uh, and then fill in the blank. It, you know, in my my office and home in Bonita Springs. If it, during the the high season 
from October to April, if you pull up to a stoplight, there are, on the main drag, uh, uh, 41, that goes from Fort Myers to Naples, you're going to see Lexus, uh, brand new Corvettes, Mercedes, BMWs, Maseratis, uh, uh, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Porsches. Most of them are convertibles, and you see someone is that that's uh, white hair, seventy five or eighty years old driving the thing. Um, a new Porsche uh, may cost you two, three, four hundred thousand dollars. And and am I saying that you can't enjoy your life? What I'm saying is. That's probably not the answer to happiness, okay? It's probably not the answer to happiness. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a a suggestion to you here, because 25 years as a financial planner, I have seen people very very not happy but content in retirement. What is the definition of content? It's a state of peaceful happiness. Being content is a state of peaceful happiness. Now, where does contentment derive from being a good steward? I believe that 100%. What does being a good steward have to do with contentment? Number one, being debt free. Being debt free. It amazes me the amount of people that are 60 and 70 years old taking out a mortgage on a home. And I've seen it many, many times. I'm like, how long do you plan on living? Well, you know, a, I don't know. Well, you know, based on uh, mortality, you know, the high 70s, mid 80s. And, and listen, you, your clock is running short. Right? I mean, it's just mortality tables. So why, if you're 75, would you take out a 15-year mortgage? It's going to put you at 90 before it's paid off. Then you, you may have a, a steady stream of income, but why would you do that? What, why is that necessary? Well, I've always wanted. Well, it was lack of planning <laughs> that put you in that, that position where you're, you're <clears throat> looking at buying a place um, from the bank, right? Where you're making payments. Um, for a person to go down and write a check for two, three, four hundred thousand dollars for a little convertible that you know you're lucky if you could fit uh, um, you know a bag of groceries in the trunk, um, are, are you are you paying cash for that? You know if you are paying cash for that, is that a responsible um, steward of treasures? You know, do you really need a convertible Porsche when you're eighty? I mean, listen, I, a lot of people, I mean, I, that, those kind of statements coming out of my mouth will really aggravate people. But the reality is this. People are looking for happiness in material things. And happiness is part of the explanation of what contentment is. And I can, t- I can tell you, you will never find contentment buying material things. But contentment is a state of mind that comes from having your things in order, being a good steward. So being debt-free is a critical component of contentment. Having your financial affairs in order in the event, not in the event, when the event happens of mortality, 
death. Listen, mortality is 100%. We're all going to, listen, we're all going to face judgment. We're not staying here forever. So with that being said, when you have your affairs in order, which over the last several podcasts, I've talked about a final tithe and making sure that, that, you know, your will is updated, that everything is included in that will, like power of attorneys and, and, uh, medical representatives, uh, final wishes, that kind of thing. Uh, if you need a trust, if you make sure your beneficiary, de- uh, beneficiary designations are, uh, in accordance with what you want to do, uh, and you include the kingdom in your estate plan, all these things lead up to that continue or that key word of being content. But when you are, are in a, a half a million dollar home, uh, with a car that may be worth than your worth more than your half a million dollar home out there, people, I'm telling you right now, and, and this may be a shock, but you ain't taking that car to heaven with you. You don't need it. Could you have been a better steward of that? Now, people will. I mean, people will will deflect that question. Jay, who are you to say that I can't go out and buy a three or four hundred thousand dollar car? That I've always wanted one. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue about that. What I my my position is, if you're looking, if you're looking for that to bring you contentment, it's not gonna happen. You cannot buy your way to happiness. You cannot. Many people think they can. You cannot. Contentment is not found in material things. Can what if what if you actually use the talents that, now listen to me here, what if you use the talents and the treasures and the time that you have remaining, okay, to serve the kingdom? To serve the kingdom. Now the fourth T in the stewardship uh, acronym there is temple, staying healthy. Taking, you know, exercising, maybe playing around a golf a couple times a week, maybe playing tennis or pickleball, or you know, taking your 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 walks on the beach or in your your retirement community, whatever it may be. You still got to take care of the temple. But what if those other three? What if those other three? Your time that God has has not taken away from you yet, talent that God has given you, and the treasure treasures that God has entrusted you with. What if you use that to serve the kingdom? Here's the revelation. There is where you find contentment. There is where you find contentment. The that it, let me explain why I say that. <clears throat> my happiest retirees are not my wealthiest. My happiest retirees all have one significant thing in common. They are charitable. The person that's living on a fixed income of Social Security and a small pension. That walks, wakes up every day and goes to bed every day with a smile on her face. Why? Because they have broken the power of money. They have broken the power of money by being charitable. It's the only way to break the power of money. That, my friends, is the key to contentment. Wouldn't it be great... That when you are focused on saving for those later years, that you actually rekeyed, recalibrated 
what the end result looks like? What if you said, I am striving to be a God-fearing, God-serving person of the kingdom. I'm going to utilize my time. I'm going to utilize my talents. And I'm going to utilize my treasures, actually God's treasures he's entrusted you with, to serve the kingdom. I'm telling you people, there's where you find happiness. You know, when I spend time, and this is really cool and I love it. When I spend time in, in, in our home in, in Bonita Springs, Florida, my greatest new uh, uh, thing that I love to do is hit the thrift shops. So the people that are working in the thrift shops, most of those are vol- volunteers. The incredible, that's not incredible. It's really not even surprising to me anymore. Those people are happy people. They are serving the kingdom. They are being charitable with their time. I mean, they are, they've got a pep in their step and they're, they're happy and they're friendly and they're sharing joy. And that's one of the things we're supposed to be doing as believers, right? Sharing joy and love. You know, a, being a believer many times should be nonverbal. And I can watch these people sh- that, that are donating their time at these thrift shops for these charitable organizations and they're happy. They're, many of these people are well in their retirement. That, that, that their retirement years are are spent serving others, and they're content and they're happy. Wouldn't you like to be there? Wouldn't that really kind of be what you want? You know, you may be forty or fifty years of age and listening to this podcast, saying, "I don't want to spend all my time working at a thrift shop." I'm telling you what, you're missing the boat. <laughs> Those people are happy. Those people are happy. Then I spend time with friends that are in their house. I'm like, well, what do you do with your time? Yeah, I watch TV. You, you, what, what else do you do? Mm, not much. They're not happy. They got a pile of money in the bank, but they're not happy. You know, what they spend their time doing is talking about their money. Money does not buy happiness. Have you heard that before? It doesn't. Does it buy contentment? But when you utilize that that talent and time and treasures to serve the kingdom, there's where you find happiness. There is where you find happiness. So if you're in that that stage and you're just not happy, give me a call. Let's talk about it. I, listen, all I'm going to do is share with you my personal observations of being a financial planner. A faith-based, kingdom-oriented steward, okay, where I help people, educate people in, in, in this aspect of their, their life. Let me just share with you, maybe, maybe from the outside looking into your life, maybe I can help you, okay? Maybe I can give you a little recommendations. Maybe I can just make some suggestions, you know, the worst thing I, that, that I see is people say, you know, I, I can't wait to spend more time with my, my grandkids. And all of a sudden they, they turn into full-time babysitters and they're, they're house locked because they're, get, they're giving free babysitting to their kids uh, and they're not happy. I have seen people move halfway across the country so they didn't have to babysit. I'm telling you people, I've got a lot of stories, a lot of experiences in this stage of your life. Listen, let's just have a conversation. But I really need you to answer the question. What is it today that you think will make you happy 
in those retirement years. And if you think it's playing golf every day, going fishing every day, walking on the beach every day, and buying uh, $250,000 convertible cars, and you know, and and sh- uh, sharing or looking at your uh, investment account, that people, that it's not it. It is not it. It's not where contentment is found. So I'd love to talk to you. It'll be a fun conversation. I love this type of, of planning because it's emotional planning. It's, it all has to do with good stewardship, but it has to do with your, your mental well-being. Okay? So, 888-226-7614. I'm Pastor Jay Shears. You can find our contact information. Sign up for, for uh, a, a consultation online. Shoot me an email. You can go to the Facebook page. Uh, Kingdom Plan Advisory, whatever you want to do, but reach out and talk to me. I'd be happy to help you. God bless. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit KingdomPlanAdvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.